Welcome to the Real Deal of Parenting podcast with Abby Johnson and Regan Long. This show covers all things pertaining to motherhood with authenticity, insight, and a healthy dose of humor with topics from a Christian perspective, ranging from the everyday challenges of raising kids of all ages to high profile issues and current events facing families. There's something for everyone. We've got a great new episode planned for you. So let's dive into today's show. Share. Okay, go. Perfect. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Man, I am, you know, this morning I am tired, but let me tell you, I am so excited because look who we have back. Guess who's back? She's back. She's back. Got <laughs> it has been, I don't know how many weeks, Abby. It, it hasn't been that many, but <laughs> it was only like four weeks, but it was a long no, time. No, time. We can, Abby, you're just too busy. She's flying around the country for her public speaking. And I'm like, dang it, you're too busy. She's too wanted and needed everywhere. No, but I'm back. But I, you're back. I've missed you terribly. And Abby, this <sighs> technically she's she's doing us a favor because she's traveling right now. She's gonna be hopping on an airplane, but she's like, I'm doing it. I'm doing I'm it. Doing it. I scheduled my flight a little later so I could do that. I was like, no, I'm not missing another week. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. So, so tell like, where, where have you been the last few weeks? You're in North Carolina right now, but we're like three hours apart. Yeah. I'm in Raleigh right now. And, um, I've been everywhere. I've been all over the place. I don't know if this shared on my page. I, what am I doing wrong? It just keeps giving me like an error. Um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum with technology. I I can't. I can't figure it out. Um, I've never had this problem before. Okay, I'm going to try to do it again. Um, Anyway, and then last week I was somewhere. I was in Oklahoma last week. And let's see. (laughs) Look at my calendar. Um, (laughs) Abby's like, wait, where am I? Where was I? Yeah. And then uh, the week before that, I was in Virginia. Oh my gosh. And I've just been like, and then I was in Ohio and then I was in Indiana. So yeah, I've been just sort of all over. So it's like a busy, it's a busy time for me right now. So, but I'm, yeah, but I'm back, baby. She's back. Yes. I'm so excited. It's just, it hasn't, it hasn't been the same without you. And I checked, I don't think it worked to share on your page. It didn't, it didn't. I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's doing it. Doing it. So yeah. So, so I also, and you and I need to, and I can peek somehow. um, I want to talk about Mother's Day a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I almost felt really, you know, and and I want to talk about our giveaway. We need to choose a winner. I know you and I were trying to do little things um, last week for for all of our mamas, but I feel like so is a mother our job is like selfless, right? And sometimes I feel like when I have expectations, I shouldn't, you know, like I shouldn't because then I get, I get grumpy and I get let down. (laughs) Yeah. I was, I'm sort of like on, on um, Mother's Day. I'm like, can everybody else take care of my kids? Like this is my day off. Like that's not the way it works. Like it's like, and for me, like I'm the type, like I need an hour and I'm good. Like, give me an hour to recharge and miss you. And then I'm good. But like two minutes here and three minutes there, and then four minutes to fold the laundry. Like that's, I'm not recharging folding the laundry or putting dishes away. <laughs> like I just watched the kids Oh, while I was doing work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know it never ends though. It's not like you get a, I know you just don't get a break. And then I'm the type, it's not even like for me, it's not, Hey Elizabeth, it's not about like physical gifts, material gifts. It's more about like, I'm a, what are those called? Like acts of service, love. Like I'm a, I'm an emotional, I need, I need praise. I do like the pat on the back. Like I do like you want to do oh, words of affirmation. Your words, words of affirmation. affirmation. That is who I am. Like literally, don't go buy me gifts, but spend five minutes writing me like a heartfelt card 
or like drawing me a, you know, or just like mommy, like that's where I'm at. Or mommy, go take an hour. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I just, and then it's so true. Like, do you know, like if you wake up in a snooty mood, if it's just off, it's like, I swear it's like law of attraction. Like little bad things just keep happening. Do you know what I mean? And like, well, I think when I think like the the mood of a mom affects the entire house. Oh, it does. Oh, it yeah. does. And Terry will even say he'll be like, "How mommy wakes up, set, we all know what type of day we're all gonna." Have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're all gonna have. She's be, it's like, oh, you know, and a, a lot of mornings I'm like singing and. And then there's just some days it's like I'm yeah. stomping through the house and it's like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's so true. We do set the tone. But anyways, just like several like things happened. And then and then like at church, the kids weren't good. And I'm like, you can't even be good for Mother's Day. Like, seriously, uh, you know what, Reagan, you just <laughs> find something to threaten them with. Like, I, I do. I do the big threat at church. I mean, I'm like. All my boys have a pocket knife. So I'm like, if you like utter a peep at church, the pocket knife is gone. Like, right. so that's, that's a threat. Um, or, okay. Doug just bought them a Nintendo switch. So they're like obsessed yes. Yes. with the Nintendo switch. So that's a big threat right now in the house. Like <clears throat> they like do anything. I'm like, take away the switch like right. and, and, you know and then that's like immediately like oh right. no okay you know because they know we'll take it away so right you've got to find like a big threat well and it's like so here's my issue and like any other parents like you can chime in so like Caden my oldest son his is his PlayStation he loves it he's been without it for like close to a month and he's gotten to the point like he can't even and he's has a heart of gold but every day there's jabs at me or the girls. And it's like, no, no, it's not. You're not getting like, it's been a month. And so he's in this mindset of I'm not getting it back anyway. So, you know, so then like a specialist had told me someone like Caden, like my son who can go from zero to 60 so quickly when a kiddo, when it's so unattainable to them, like Caden, it's like, I'm never getting it back because I can't even make like you have to set shorter, like, okay, Caden, the next three hours, because for him, yeah, I was it's gonna so say, like, let him play it for like an hour. Yes. Let him. And then, yeah. yeah like Caden, you have to take the next three to four hours and be kind. And then you can earn it for 30 minutes or an hour. And so it has to be shorter for him. So each kid's different, you know, like you love your kids the same, you parent them the same, you discipline them the same, but they are just such unique creatures. And what works for one doesn't work for the other, you know? And so, but anyway, so Mother's Day, and then I came around and I was like, my kids are healthy. My kids are here with me. Just calm down. But sometimes I feel like, and I don't expect a lot, but sometimes I feel like on my birthday or like a special occasion, I find myself getting let down and a little bit grumpy. And so I just need to like... <laughs> Just throw, you know what I mean? I do better when I'm like serving others and it's like I'm focusing on someone else, you know? Like if I think like, oh, maybe it's just, you know. Well. But anyway, so we so Abby, we have to at some point before we end this, we need to we need to pick a winner. So maybe someone that comments on here. We have so many goodies. <laughs> Have you ever heard of plunder? No. Me neither. I think it is from this pretty girl. We had so many people send us stuff. Um, it's style. It's like a stylish fashion type of thing. So we have goodies um, from plunder. We have um, makeup stuff. We have bracelet stuff. We have, and I'm sure, I don't know if you know them, Abby. Have you ABC Life in the Womb? Oh yeah. Pro Life Promises? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sent us a book, one of our bloggers, one of our blo our bloggers are so amazing. 
Abby. Yeah. Um, Sandy Brandon Brannon is one of our bloggers. She wrote four books that she sent us and signed. And we have several other places that reached out to us, small businesses that customize items for moms that they sent us coupons so that whoever's the winner, they can just contact the person, get measurements and so forth. So it's so great. We have so many amazing I love it. Yes. So before we end this show, we need to go back through the comments and choose a winner before we end. So love it. I love it. So, you know, Abby, speaking of speaking of moms and well, and this is dads too. Um, and I'm so glad to see that we're we're on the same page as this. Yesterday, Abby and I and our and our PR team, we were going back and forth, and um, we were talking about paid family leave. Mm -hmm. And this is such a hot topic. And surprisingly, some people, everybody knows Abby and I are conservatives, and you know, and we're proud of it. And a lot of people think, oh wow, you're a conservative and you support that. And I've said for years and years, Abby, this is more of a, this isn't a political issue. This is a people issue. This is a family issue. Um, I went through it personally. And I, I had four babies in six years and I was a teacher and people always think teachers are, you have safe jobs and you have this like great pay and these great plans while you're on. Well, I don't think people teacher think, you know, all teachers have great pay, but literally I remember just praying, Oh my God, can we just hit it zero each month? Can we please not go under? Like when I was off with our babies and I'm saying short maternity leaves, Abby, like six weeks and people were like, Oh, you should be blessed. I mean, it would throw me in a postpartum depression, crying, handing over a newborn because I'm like, we're not going to be able to pay our bills. We're right. going to go under again this month. You know, it was such insane pressure. Like my body is barely healed. This newborn, I, you know, it was just terrible. And I had, you know, I had wrote this in November of 2013. I had irrationally, I was bawling and I wrote this. It was called a working mother's plea to the president. And it went viral and took off. And I literally wrote like my heart and soul about why aren't we doing more for hardworking people who want to work, who are you know contributing to society. Um, but yet when you have like blue collar workers who are barely making ends meet and then you pull away that pay, it just, you just, it sinks a family. So, you know, this is something that I've written about. It's something I'm very, very passionate about as well. Um, and I find that it's, it actually is really a bipartisan issue. I mean, it's just something that a lot of people haven't thought about. And a lot of conservatives just simply haven't thought about it. But when you put it to a poll, when you when you actually, you know, put it to numbers, about 71% of people actually support leave for parents. Um, and I mean, this is crossing party lines, genders, ideological lines. Um, and, and, you know, this is 65% of conservatives. 68% uh, of, you know, moderates and 83% of liberals uh, support this sort of, of leave policy. And there's, there's several different types of, of um, leave policies that have, have been put forward in Congress and, and we can talk about those. Um, but this is an, an issue for conservatives to really lead on. And people say, well, how do you do it? You know, and, and we can talk about that in a minute. Um, but these are, there, there are budget neutral ways to do this so that you are not, you know, spending billions or, or possibly trillions of dollars in, into, you know, our federal deficit to give leave options for families. Um, there's, a, there's a way to do it so that it's fiscally responsible, so that it's optional for, for parents. Um, but so that it is an option, you know, period, uh, because the, the, the bottom line here 
and 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 some of the some of the statistics are are really really shocking but i think probably the most shocking statistic for me is when i when i started getting into family leave policies is that 23% of moms are going back to work 2 weeks after they deliver and that is um that's something that's unfathomable to me um i mean now i've i've gone <laughs> i i have done i have worked um i mean i'll just say i i i I don't think I've ever taken uh, a leave since being, and th this is, this is my fault. Um, I don't think I've ever actually taken a leave since, <laughs> since being in the pro-life movement. Right. Um, I've done, a, I did a conference call in my hospital bed the day after I delivered Luke. Um, I've been, let's see, three days postpartum. Uh, I went to the Capitol for the filibuster in Texas when Wendy Davis was doing her filibuster. Um, I had to go to the Capitol for that. So, you know, there's, but that was, you know, that was my choice. Um, so I don't think I've ever taken an, an actual maternity leave um, since being in the pro-life movement. Um, but, you know, even when I was at Planned Parenthood, I was pressured to go back to work six weeks postpartum. Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't have a leave. Um, I had, to, I mean, that was unpaid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, this is a, this is an issue, um, that, you know, we aren't giving people leave. We aren't giving people, um, you know, we aren't giving people that the, those options. And, and this is an issue that I've had, particularly in the pro-life movement, that pro-life organizations aren't aren't giving paid leave to their employees and so when i started my organization and then there were none that was from day one that was on the books so we give all of our employees uh 12 weeks paid leave that's amazing for you know for a hundred percent of their pay 12 weeks paid leave uh whether it's childbirth or adoption. Um, but I've been calling on people to, to lead in this area, particularly pro-life groups to lead um, in this area. This is a pro-life issue for me because a lot of, you know, a lot of women are aborting because of financial issues. And uh, and so this is absolutely an issue that that we need to we need to lead on. You know, and I think so many people um, confuse this with a handout, like a lot of people who, you know, uh, I, I guess don't have any financial issues, you know, just think, oh, well, I th that, that's a handout. And then there's there's just hardworking people. I remember at one time, Abby, I was teaching second grade full time. It was taking six grad classes to keep my teaching credential current or it was going to expire. I taught myself photography on the side to help make ends meet. I was also selling things out of our home to try to, you know, to help. Um, like we had, because of like the back-to-back, -back, just six weeks on paid leaves. I had credit cards maxed out. I was, um, I had started uh, a business online. I was like doing everything I can. And so I think what a lot of people like don't realize is so many of these like hardworking families who are scrambling, doing everything they can to make ends meet, who just make ends meet when both paychecks are coming in, right? With both parents. And then when you take one away and you're trying to bond with this baby and then you're worried like, oh, is how are we going to buy groceries this week? Is something going to be turned off? You know, because when you take that paycheck away, it's just devastating. It's just, it, it's so hard and it sinks so many families. And, um, and then it's the most important, crucial bonding time for your baby. 
and you. Mm -hmm. Both mom and dad, you know? It is, yeah. So this is the, so here's the, here's this sort of the stats. Okay. So people can understand. So only 19% of workers have access to paid family leave in the United States. Um, 64% of households with children have both parents working. 25% of households are run by single parents. Um, and then, like I said, 23% of mothers go back to, uh, to work within two weeks postpartum, which is, I think the most shocking statistic. So, you know, this is, uh, that's sort of the need, right. That we have here, um, in our country, but then the there's sort of health outcomes for this too right so uh what we know is that women who have at least 12 weeks of of um at home bonding time with their child have reported uh significantly fewer depressive symptoms and better mental and physical health you know we have a, a very serious problem with postpartum depression, postpartum psychosis in our mamas. Um, and I think one of the reasons is because they are going, they are entering back into the workforce so quickly, not having time to heal their emotional health and their physical health um, after having a baby. This is a, a, a traumatic event, even though it's a natural event, Oh, yeah. It is still a traumatic event on your body, right. on your physical health, on your mental health. Your hormones are all over the place. They're trying to get back to normal. And then we're saying, go back to work. Right. right? And some right. of these women, two weeks. Yeah. I mean, 23% of them, two weeks. Right. Um, and I so, of course, women are going to have severe postpartum. 80% of women experience some form of postpartum depression guys that's not normal that's higher than any country in the world but it's because of the obsessive relationship that we have with work in our country and um and so i mean paid family leave would that i believe it would curtail this immediately Um, and so, I I mean, it would, and also studies show that, uh, 10 weeks of paid, uh, family leave was associated with a 10% lower infant mortality rate. I mean, if that's not a reason to, to put these policies in place, then I don't know. I don't really know what is, um, Babies with mothers at home are more likely to be breastfed and to have regular doctor's visits. I mean, this is a a lot of women drop breastfeeding um, because it's it's almost impossible to breastfeed and work. I saw so that was one of the most common comments we've gotten so far, Abby, as you were talking. So many were saying how difficult it was to breastfeed. Uh, their milk supply dropped and they had to give it up. You know, it wasn't enough for their baby. I remember myself, um, I always pushed through it, but anytime I went back, like I remember I would get these like 10 to 12 minute breaks to go into a closet to go pump. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm crying and I'm tearful and I'm stressed and I'm like thinking about, okay, I have to run back. Okay, I'm down to eight minutes. I don't have enough milk. And it, it's just, it's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I even remember, I'm trying to think after what baby it was, I would just, I was just crying every day, like teaching to my students. I was crying and my husband's like, but you know, you have to work. Like it's so, sometimes it's so hard for men to understand too, like postpartum depression. He's like, but you can't cry in front of your students. Like you, you just, you have to pull it together. Right. And I'm like, do do you think I want to be crying in front of my students? No, no. Like it's humiliate. Like my heart is breaking. I'm just 
breaking down and crying in front of anyone because I was hurting so bad. You like can't I, stop crying. You, just, yeah. you can't stop crying. And it's just, and I always say, and I remember like taking my babies, we, we had sitters in the home. We had, we took them to daycare sometime and it was a physical and emotional pain for me that I would not wish on my worst enemy that I would never want to go through again. It was, it was just horrific. Mm -hmm. And, and we do, you're right, Abby, we have these, like, I remember for me, um, God, I love you. Abby's just cleaning up. <laughs> oh, you're putting it in your I'm putting it in my ear pods. I'm not cleaning my ears. I promise. Oh my God. I thought, thought you were getting a Q-tip cleaning out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, oh, I missed Abby. Um, oh my God. She's she's just cleaning her ears right now. No, I'm not. I swear. Um, <laughs> oh, now I lost my now I lost my train of thought, and I lost you off the screen. No, I, I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to put my I'm trying to put my um I'm trying to connect my my AirPods. Okay. Um, and I'm, okay. I'm trying to think where where I was going with this. Um, okay, you were saying postpartum depression. I'm about to be really obnoxious and like start walking with my my phone. You're you're fine. Um, but it is, and you, so years ago, and I was on the advisory board for the first ever film on paid family leave. It's called Zero Weeks. And it's, you know, it's crazy, Abby, because we live, you know, it's like, it's, and I know we have viewers, people in our community are from all around the globe. But so Abby and I, being in the United States, you know, it's people think, oh, the United States, we're, we're just the best and grandest country in the world. And literally, Abby, we are like at the bottom of the totem pole for um, for paid family, family leave, yeah. which is like mind blowing, like yeah. mind blowing. Well, it is it is because of our obsessive relationship with work. Yes. I mean, um, we are the best country in the world, but we do have this really strange relationship with work and, um, and, and, you know, and, and we, we do want people to work. I mean, that is the way that, that it should be. Sure. Um, but we do have a really strange relationship with, with having, you know, well, our, our I think our ideas of success, our, are are very strange. So, um, you know, it's really, you know, so many, it's like, you know, the statistic said that, you know, 60, 64% of families have, you know, both parents working, um, in, you know, a lot of countries, that's not the case. Um, you know, mom stays at home, you know, a parent stays at home. So it's just sort of a, we just have a, an, it's just an interesting dynamic um, that we have with work. Um, I remember going to Spain one time for an event and like they didn't roll into work until like nine o'clock. They took a two hour lunch. Then they took a nap. I love it. Um, happier? I bet they were happier. They were so happy. And I was like, do you guys get anything done? You know, and they were like, yeah. Um, they actually got more done. They worked fewer hours. They got more done. It was incredible. Um, but it wasn't this like, go, 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 like sort of rat race thing that we have going on in the United States. And it was a lot more chill. And uh, people were happier, <laughs> you know, but they got just as much done as we did. But in the time that they were working, they were actually really concentrating and working. Right. Um, so it was just a very, it was just a very different um, sort of mentality. And I was, and I want to branch off that. Um, like you is a boss for your employees. You offer 12 weeks full pay of paid family leave. It is also known companies, businesses that offer this, their, their employees come back more refreshed. They perform better. And what I love, and I wanted to do this, I'm no longer a teacher, but I remember thinking, oh my God, this would have made me feel so much better. 
years ago, companies started to, and this would also create more jobs. Um, businesses were starting to set up like daycare facilities right there at like places of employment. So you could go check on your baby or your child at any time. You could go have on your lunch break, you could go have lunch with them. And places that were doing this were, they said their employees, their work performance was so, it was like through the roof because of how comfortable they felt, like knowing their kiddo was right there. And like, I just, I think that's a tremendous idea. You know, and Abby, someone asked, Abby's in Raleigh right now, Raleigh, North Carolina. I am. In an elevator. I am. I am. Yeah. I think it's, I think people will say to me, you know, I don't know how you, I don't know, like, because I always say this is a, you know, this is a, a business thing. Like every business needs to be offering this to their employees. And they're like, oh, but you know, how, how can businesses afford this? And I'm like, how can you, how can you not do this for, you know, for your employees? That's really the, I mean, that's really the question. And um, I how can you afford not to do this? for your workers and and we don't have any men that work for us but it's a it's a parental leave yes. policy yes um so if we did have any men work for us it would be for them as well um because you know people talk about like you know like women 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 bonding but men release oxytocin as well and so you know studies have shown that if men have that you know, 12 week bonding period with their children early um, in life, that it, it, it helps with their uh, future child rearing and, and bonding experience as well. So this is, you know, this is not just a, a woman's issue too. You know, men need that bonding time as well. Totally. Totally. I, I absolutely agree. And I do want to say, um, now, this is not accurate. This is from a couple years ago. So um, in regards to like small business owners, um, I lost your video again. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. In regards to like small business owners who think, oh, you know, I would love to offer this, but I literally, I, I would have to shut my business down. I can't afford it. Years ago with the other states who have already done this and the plans they have set up, it is like a... It was at one dollar and eighty-seven cents per cha per paycheck per employee to put into this pot, which is so doable. What what do we what do most people and business owners spend on their coffees every day? Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's more than doable, and um, and you know I also want to say I see people you know they're they're talking about you know is it the work is it the money and the rat race now you Abby you're a workaholic and yeah. you're extremely passionate about what you do. You have a servant's heart. You have a different type of work where you are so, and Abby's husband and I always talk about this. Abby's like, will run herself into the ground. She's just insane. She's a machine, but literally God has given you this mission and no one's going to stop you. So right. you have your, yours is a little bit different situation with how, why you're so driven for this. I, and then there's people who just want more money, more money, more money. Right. And then there's people like me who I'm thinking, I just, I just need to not have my card declined in the line when I'm getting groceries. So I remember being in labor. Don't know if it was my third or fourth ba baby being in labor on my phone in between contractions, closing two deals. Not because I was like, because I'm like, I need these deals to go through. Like I was worried about money, like just it needs to come in, you know? And so it's, it's, it's so hard. Like there's, God, there's some days, Abby, I just wish, 
And I seriously mean this. And I think you and I joked about this before. I just wish it was like Little House on the Prairie days. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I appreciate the technology and modern stuff. And there's there's a lot of goodness. But some days I'm like, I just wish it was simpler times. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, I just... Look, I mean, I, let me, okay, let me just tell you, I mean, so much commented, like, it's a new nonprofit, barely paid, so I can't imagine having to pay an employee for three months. Okay, look, I was a new nonprofit, okay? I get it. But our paid parental leave has always been in place. Always, from day one. Because it's that important. Taking care of your employees is a key part of running a successful number. It is a key. It is a key part running running a successful business. If you don't, if you don't value your employees. I mean, nonprofits are, are generally charitable organizations. How can you call yourself a charitable organization if you don't value the that you that you have working for you every single day? So you can do it. Right. You absolutely can do it. And you you can't afford not to. Your productivity will go up significantly each and every day. If your employees know how valued they are and how cared for they are in your nonprofit. So it's just, the way, I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is. Your, your productivity. And, and this is, this is proven like in studies, the productivity will go up tremendously within your own nonprofit, within your own business. If your if the morale of your employees is high, and the, the, it and you don't you don't improve the morale of your, that's how you do it I by agree. showing them that they mean something to you. And you implement these types of policies, uh, upholding the value and the dignity of your employees. We have paid bereavement leave. We have uh, paid leave for our staff if they have a miscarriage, if they suffer for, from a miscarriage. You know, we we just have these policies in place to take care of our employees during difficult times in their life. We don't want them to have to choose between grief and coming to work. We want them to take care. We have, you know, paid mental health days. We have, you know, very generous uh, PTO. We are, we value our people. And because of that, we have fantastic employees that are incredibly, that, that, that value their work because we value them. So you can do it and you must do it if you want to have a successful nonprofit. Um, and I'm sitting with one of my employees right now. So, <laughs> right. Well, it is. And I know, I know a couple of your employees spoke out yesterday saying Abby's the best and she's always done this for us. And it's, it's just crucial. And I think just even from a parental aspect, from like a family unit, just a people aspect, Abby, we've lost, I want to say our country is for sure up there, but just this world, we have lost our morals. We are majoring in the minors. We are, we've lost what really matters. And frankly, it takes, for most people, for mo most often, it takes a significant tragedy or scare to wake people up, to remind people what really matters, you know? And, um, I literally, and so I know, so from my personal experience, after my third baby, Abby, that was my most severe postpartum depression where I could not stop crying in the classroom. I had to work, but um, 
I got so severe. I, I told my husband, I said, we're probably going to lose everything. Um, I don't know how this is going to look or what we're going to do, but I have to take the rest of the year off without pay and be here with for my own mental health and with the baby and the two older children at the time. And let me tell you, Abby, at one point we had a few things shut off. We had our family vehicle taken away. I remember holding the baby on my hip watching. Um, and I would have done it all over again, a hundred times over, because let me tell you, my postpartum depression slowly subsided because I was with the baby and my other children. The kids and I are, we had our stroller. I felt so blessed. We walked to the park every day. I don't even remember how long we were in the hole. Our kids were fed. We always had heat on. Um, I remember one point, you know, we didn't have, we lost our TV, like our TV was turned off at one point. But you know what? I was happier and I'm like, I want to be, I need to be with the baby. And I shifted priorities. And now I'm not saying, you know, and I'm sure I'm gonna get judged for that because no, you need to be working and providing, but I was such in pain. I was bawling and I would have made that decision a thousand times over again. And we lost a lot and it was a big hole. It was a big hole to come back from, but it was the best, it was the right decision. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's what, but you, but you did make the decision to, to live a, a simpler life right. right right and that's speaking of that can we just briefly talk about jeff bezos new yacht <laughs> speaking of living a simple life nobody lives a simpler life than jeff bezos the 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 mastermind behind amazon he's an amazon guy he just bought a hundred. I just thought this was so funny because he just bought a hundred foot yacht. His boat needs a boat. His boat has a boat. And I was thinking like, okay, how, how I can't even like imagine how long a hundred feet is. But then I was told somewhere that every story on a building is 10 feet tall. So then I was like, that's 10 stories tall. His boat is 10 yeah. stories tall. What a simple guy Jeff Bezos is. Like, what is speed? His speed. boat is $550 million. Now, look, I'm all about capitalism. I'm not, look, if that guy wants to buy a $550 million boat, have at it. But I just kept thinking, God. Why don't you make me rich like that? Because I, I think this all the time. If God would make me rich like that, I would do so many amazing things with that money. And if I would not buy a boat that needed a boat. I literally, I was having this conversation this morning, Abby, with, with two of my best friends here in North Carolina, a husband and wife. And I, we were talking and, and not that I want to take this conversation here. I'm going to wrap it back around quick. I had seen something about defund, defunding the police, okay? And then I was like, we can't take funds away from the police. But then I was like, I was saying how money is not allocated properly anywhere, especially, and, and I'm going to tick some people off with this. One of the, do you know what we need to defund? Do you know what we need to defund and cut in half is the professional sports, that's what oh. we need to defund these. It needs that money needs cut in half. These old stadiums need turned into homeless shelters and and food kit, food pantries. Professional sports is professional sports is outlandish. Funded. It, it's people's obsession with sports, and and I like sports. Okay, do but me like, too. Sports in this country is it's obnoxious anyway anyway i just wanted to give credit to simpleton jeff simpleton. well and speaking being simple and i think and i don't know the facts and maybe you know the name do you see the competitor that's coming out or is it already out it's like an amazon but mm -mm. The, yeah and if someone knows chime in 
but it's like an Amazon. So it's going to be Amazon's competitor. And the way it's set up, I just remember seeing so many people like, finally, thank God, because it's what Amazon has made through the pandemic is like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, well, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's what's buying, that? It's buying that $500 million boat. Well, I mean, right, for what, you know, geez. The boat, the boat that needs a boat. You know what I always said to Abby, and if God blesses us and we hit the, if we hit the lottery, I always said I wanted to bring orphan inches back. Good ones, like yeah. good orphan inches and take care of babies. I said, I would just buy big buildings and hire the most compassionate, loving people to run them and take care of these babies. Yeah. I, I like, I like, we would do good right things here. with 500 know, million. Give me $500 million, God. So give us 500 million and watch us change the world. <laughs> I don't know why, why. Why do people like Jeff Bezos get it and just blow it on a boat in a boat? Oh my God. Uh, um, okay. Wow. Back to the paid maternity. So, or paid parental leave. Okay. So here's the thing. So there's two bills in Congress right now that have been filed by conservative. Dan Crenshaw is, is part of, part of one of the bills that got filed. Um, Anyway, and this is a, I mean, this isn't like a non-conservative thing. Donald Trump has come out in favor of, of parental leave. And, and so there's different ways to do it um, right. that, that are budget neutral, that don't act against, you know, taxpayer money or anything like that. Um, one of them is a, um, one way to do it. There's several different ways. One way to do it is to um, sort of pull against somebody and it, it they can sort of borrow against their their child credits um another way to do it is to take from their uh social security and so at the end of their at the end of their life um, or when they start earning social security, they, they simply sort of borrow from their social security. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then it, it's sort of like a, like a loan program, sort of like you're taking away from your own social security, um, which is a super simple way to do it. Yeah. So there's ways to implement this program so that you're not pulling, you know, you're not pulling money have it's not like taxpayer funded programming um but you it's it's like you're pulling off of your own funding that you're getting from the government anyway right um super simple um always optional for parents if they want to use it and you don't even feel it you know right. um you're because you're already paying into the social security anyway you're already getting these you know, earn tax credits anyway. So you don't even like feel it really. Um, but it's a very, but you will feel it whenever you take your parental leave and you're getting 12 weeks of paid, paid leave. So it's a, it's a simple, super, super simple way to do it. Um, so it's, and no, there'd be no, there'd be no, no penalty. Um, Elizabeth, um, being able, being able to pull off of that. So it's not, if you pull off of it from, for, for this, for this program. So it's, it's like a, a really easy way to do it. And, um, it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Right. And so, and I know our, and I'm excited to see what we come up with as a, as a group. I know, um, our team here at the Real Deal of Parenting and our PR team, we're all like kind of working together to see how Abby and I can get noisier on this issue. We're talking about doing some different media and in some different ways. And again, one of the biggest, and as I wrap this up, because I know Abby has to, to hop on a plane here, um, I think I think one thing where Abby and I want to remind people is, is she and I are extremely conservative and we're pro-life. So often people say, oh, you just care about these unborn babies. No, we are pro-life, um, all stages of life. And so we advocate for once these little sweethearts are born, 
Um, and so anyone, and I think one of the things I know I, when I was really heavily involved in this years ago, Abby, one of the biggest things to do is to share personal experiences that are heart wrenching. So please, um, whether you're fine with dropping dropping it on this video, send us a personal message on Facebook. If you want it to remain anonymous, we surely will. Um, we'll do that. But I think, you know, Abby, we need to start putting more stories out there of what people are going through. Sure, yeah. And there's some information. Um, I've worked with him on the advocate for paid family. He has a website and there's a specific link on there for paid family leave. You can go look at his, you know, one pagers um, on there. Definitely go and check out his website. Um, you know, give it a gander. You know, become more educated on these issues. We would love for you to write about this. Any of your experiences, we'll, you know, put it up on the Real Deal of Parenting. We we would love to have your perspectives. Yes. And again, if, if, if you want to remain anonymous, we will do that. But the, the best way for Abby and I to get loud and to keep putting it out there is to have personal testimonies. Yes. So, and as Abby's heading out to close it up, um, my last comment here, Sarah Bryan, you're going to be our winner. So Sarah, follow up with, uh, follow up with us so I can get your address to send you some goodies. Um, Abby, you're Yay, such a Yay, Sarah. And Abby, you're such a rock star. Thank you. I just miss you. I can't wait to squeeze you again. I'm so glad you're back. Thank you for like too. coming back this morning. I'm so excited to be back. Yes. We we missed you. We needed you. Sorry. This, this has been like crazy, me like traveling and stuff. But anyway. Well, have a safe flight, sister. And Thanks, I will. I'm at the airport now. Okay, have a safe flight. Sarah, get us your contact information. And everybody, send us, moms and dads, please send us your stories, send us your feedback and experience. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at therealdealofparenting.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. Let's talk soon.